This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. And welcome to this week's episode of Pop Culture and Fandom News. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe. And guess what? You are stuck with just me all week long. That's right. You're getting solo episodes, a solo pop culture and fandom news episode. And then on Friday's episode, I'm going to be answering some Ask Me Anythings about music, music related. And the questions I got are incredible. Some of them are very hard. Some of them are easier than others. Some are actually going to make me pretty emotional. So I'm really looking forward to that one as well. But I thought, you know, why don't I just talk about some stuff maybe that I haven't really talked about before on here. And of course, I'm going to keep it where we're not going to be covering any current like shows or movies or anything. But I wanted to talk about stuff that maybe I haven't brought up because I wasn't sure if people wanted to talk about it or my opinion might be different or stuff like that. Just things that I haven't really gotten around to um, expressing or sharing or anything like that. Don't worry, this isn't like a call out episode or any kind of weird stuff. I do want to add though a trigger warning here because, uh, and I'll just start with this first. So you can skip ahead like maybe like five, 10 minutes, something like that. But I did want to talk about something that I haven't really talked about on here. But Uh, And I might have mentioned it a little bit last year, but I don't think I talked about it too much. And I'm talking about this because there is a new documentary. I'm not going to name the documentary or the streaming service it's on that is covering the Amber Heard Johnny Depp case from last year that was so televised and everybody was talking about it. It was this huge thing. And um, I do want to say, if you do watch that documentary, please, please, please be careful, especially if anything involving abuse physical abuse, sexual abuse, sexual assault, alcoholism, drug abuse, um, mental and emotional abuse. If any of that stuff is triggering for you, be careful for the next few minutes. And then also please be careful watching that documentary because, you know, it, it could be incredibly triggering. It was incredibly triggering for me. I did watch it and I did watch every single episode, but it was triggering. And it, reminded me of how triggering the social media vitriol and the social media reaction, including from people that I considered friends that were close to me um, or that were acquaintances or anything like that, including that, was very, very painful during that time. And so it reminded me of that. And 
The reason I'm bringing this up is, you know, I think we tend to, and I know, I'm sure I've been guilty of it. I know I have. And I, I think I think we all sort of have to a degree is when you become a fan of somebody and when you end up admiring them and you love their work and you love them as an artist and that work may mean a lot to you, sometimes it can be very hard to see anything wrong with them or to see any fault with them or to hear anyone talking bad about them. And it can get to this point where even if the things that were said about them or that they did were said about somebody else, you'd have a different reaction to where you start playing into this mindset of almost a victim blaming, not almost, it is a victim blaming. And I'm not at all saying that one side is right or the other. I have my opinion. I, you know, I'm not necessarily a huge Amber Heard fan, but at the risk of getting a bunch of hate and death threats, um, I, (laughs) I tend to not like Johnny Depp at all. I don't like him anymore. And I haven't for a while. And it wasn't because of this. It actually started long time ago when he did this thing and I don't remember it exactly so I, I you know so forgive me but where he allegedly was like he's gonna get like you know like he had two dogs and with his ex-wife you know they were supposed to do quarantine and he kind of used his I'm Johnny up so I don't have to do that kind of thing and that soured me that just soured me to him it just did and I also got sick and tired of him playing the same Tim Burton wacky character and also the Pirates of the you know that one um, that one movie that I almost said. <laughs> so I got tired of him playing the same character over and over again. And I used to love him. I, he was one of my favorite actors. But reading stuff and watching scenes from the trial and seeing transcripts of texts and various other things, you know, it was hard for me to not see someone who was in my opinion, allegedly being abusive to another person. And what bothered me the most about this case and the social media reaction around it last year was, like I said earlier, the the fact that so many people that I knew, that there were a lot of people that I knew that were like saying some of the most disgusting things about Amber Heard. And even if she is lying about her alleged abuse, even if some of the stuff that was said and the memes that were shared by lots of, by tons of people, thousands, millions of people was really gross and just misogynistic and victim blaming left, right, and center, and just made me feel icky just icky, 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 and was incredibly triggering. And when you would try to point that out to people, they didn't want to hear it. They just didn't want to hear it. When you tried to point out to people that the way people were responding to this and the fact that, you know, with the mental illness diagnosis of like that she might be borderline personality disorder and how harmful that was to people have a mental illness to associate a mental illness with lying, manipulation, Uh, physical abuse, other things, which I'm not saying that can't happen. I'm just saying when you associate a mental illness with that and people are, that's all they're going to think about, it makes it, it just adds to that stigma. And when trying to point that out and people just wanting to turn it around and and saying, not even mentioning, I'm not even mentioning talking about 
Amber Heard and then people wanting to turn that around and talk about her and how, well, you know, she, you know, victim blaming again of, well, she'd only gotten help and blah, blah, blah. It's really hard to get help. It's hard to get good help. Um, I happen to know um, from knowing people that have borderline personality disorder, that is one of the hardest, hardest illnesses to treat because there's not really a medication. This is what I hear that can just treat it right, right. Like I hear DBT, all that kind of stuff can help a lot. And DBT is fantastic for everyone. I've done it a couple times. But anyway, so that was just a very painful and hurtful time. And I felt, I felt like people were using this, what happened, the accusations against Johnny Depp as an excuse for not believing any more accusations against any person that people loved. I saw it happen with Jeremy Renner <laughs> and when accusations came out against him. Um, and I've seen it where people are like, well, we don't want to do with the Johnny Depp thing where his career was ruined. He may have lost some jobs, but I don't know. The, to me, it doesn't seem like his career was affected that much because he's a rich white man. He's still getting to do stuff. And I'm probably not making a lot of sense here. It's just, I had a hard time bringing it up on the podcast and I have a hard time mentioning it now and who knows if I will keep this in. If you're listening to this, I did keep it in. It just really hurt. It was really hurtful as someone who has experienced sexual harassment on a very, very deep, profound level and felt very in danger for her life on the set of a film and then had people supporting them for about the basically just the snap of fingers kind of time. And then had people saying to get over it. And then people abandoning them. Most of those people that were supposed to be their friends. It was like it was re-traumatizing. And I know I'm not the only one. And a lot of it wasn't even because of Amber Heard or even like even people necessarily even believing her. It was because of the fact that the same people who cried, we need to believe victims, we need to support them, we need to stand with people, we can't like do victim blaming, we can't be that eternal misogyny crap. All those people turned around and did that. And it was just, oh, so hurtful. And I think the whole thing really hurt victims, a lot of victims in the long run. And I think it still is. And there was a lot of hypocrisy I saw, like people getting upset because Amber Heard was friends with James Franco, which, hey, I understand that. James Franco is gross and disgusting, allegedly. He allegedly did some really awful things to students at his acting school and stuff. So he's allegedly a gross, disgusting person. I understand that, that you would get upset that she was friends with him. But what about... Marilyn Manson and Johnny Depp. Hello. I would see people bring that up and they wouldn't bring that up. So if you're going to do that, you have to also do it on the other side there, right? 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 Uh, so, you know, Marilyn Manson has allegedly done some truly horrific things. He's allegedly a guy who likes like, you know, like Hitler memorabilia and stuff. That's gross. And allegedly just Oh my gosh, the stuff he allegedly did to Evan Rachel Wood and a bunch of other people is gross. So if you're going to use that logic about Amber Heard, you're going to have to use it on Johnny Depp. You just are. I'm not saying that I agree with any of that logic, although I do think if you know that someone you love 
you know, I understand it's a lot different. It's harder to separate. But if you do know someone you love and respect has done something gross like that, to not speak out about it or to not is an issue. Yes, I agree with that. But I'm just saying, if you're going to use that as a reason not to believe one person, then <laughs> I don't know. I, I think you're just doing it because, in my opinion, because you don't want to let go of that love you have for that person as the artist. And I get that. It's the death of the artist. I get it. I still watch things where I know some of the people involved, you know, I know now were horrible people. I watch things now and I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh. I used to love this song and this song, you know, is about this or this show is about this or look at all that gross stuff. So I get it. I totally get it. I just, I just hope people can somehow find compassion for both sides here. But I mean, not both sides, but find in their heart compassion and remember that you wouldn't want to hear this about yourself. And be compassionate to each other about their reactions to it. So anyway, that jumbled little mess there are some of my thoughts. I'm not going to go too deep into it because I do have my own belief system about it. Um, I do, you know, fall on a certain side, which I'm sure you can guess. But I don't want to get into too much of that. But I just wanted to just remark again about how painful that time was for a lot of people because of the reactions of others on social media. So social media can be a good thing and social media can be a bad thing. So we're going to move on to another thing with social media here. And I want to give a trigger warning again for stalking, stuff like that. So I'm sorry this episode is so heavy on trigger warnings. I was going to have it be light, but it's not happening. So I'm sorry. So in case you didn't hear, that awful, horrible billionaire who is trying to ruin Twitter is finding a new way to ruin it and not only ruin it, but make it incredibly unsafe. So Elon Musk wants to get rid of the block function on Twitter, which there is now talk that he possibly can't do that because of the terms of service with like um, with iOS and, you know, Apple's operating system and stuff like that. And then I heard that, well, he'll try to get around that by trying to strengthen the mute button or something and using that as the way he's trying to strengthen the blocking thing or stuff like that. But putting that aside, wanting to get rid of a block button on social media where people cannot curate their social media timeline or protect themselves is not only gross and annoying, it's dangerous. It just is. It's dangerous, okay? If you have a stalker and you're blocking them, and I've had a stalker in my past, that means they will have free access to you again. And yes, I know what you're going to say. You can mute them. You can um, deactivate your account. You can make your account private, which a lot of people are, which I'm I'm doing on my permanent, doing on my personal account. And yes, there are those steps. But why should the victim be responsible for the victimizer and their behavior? That's what you're doing when you say that. You're saying that the victim should be responsible for how they're for the person who's victimizing them acts. And that's bullshit. It's the same kind of argument of, well, she was wearing this, so she deserved it kind of thing. It's just bizarre to me. And, I, and you know, my theory on why he's doing this, quite a few things. Um, number one, I think this man has, like, 
His ego is so flippin' fragile that he cannot handle the fact that many people have blocked him. So he doesn't want people to be able to block him. Number two, lots of people, myself included, have been blocking the paid advertisements, people that promote those. You know, you see them now when you look in threads and you'll see like, um, and I don't mean threads, the app, I mean in threads, Twitter threads, you'll see like those promoted advertisements and um, people have been blocking the people who are doing those to kind of just curate their feed and to get rid of them. I've been doing it too. And so I think that's another reason he's doing this, so that people can't do that. And then it's also probably the most dangerous reason and a big reason that he even bought Twitter is to be able to disseminate, to get out there, false information, especially during the time of an election. And we have another most, most important election of your lifetime coming up soon with the presidential election. And so if he can control the narrative where that false information can get out there to people and people can't control it, that is fucking terrifying and it should terrify you all. So what can you do about it? I mean, speak out about it. You can make your account private. You can leave when it happens. I I don't know yet because it's really hard as a podcaster to get rid of certain channels to try and promote your show. But I have to say, Twitter is like a nearly impossible place to promote anything anymore unless you like pay for it and I'm not paying for it. So I don't know. Oh, he's also going to use it to pay. Like he's going to be like, you could have the block function if you pay for it, which screw you. But anyway, but yeah, I just, it, it scares me. And I feel for the people who get harassed online, get death threats, have to endure racist, homophobic, transphobic, uh, anti-Semitic, everything like that. They they have to deal with that and the way they would help their mental health, their physical health, their health in general was by blocking people and to take that away and then be like, oh, it's freedom of speech or whatever bullshit you want to put behind it. Oh, it's just, oh, it just, it angers me. And it scares me. And honestly, it really scares me because as someone who who dealt with that in the past and dealt with the stalking and has people that she really doesn't want, um, and I know they can listen to this. I understand. It's a public podcast and anyone can listen to this, even people I block. I, I totally get that. But it still doesn't mean that I don't have a right to try and protect myself because I do. And so it's scary. It's a really scary time, and I'm kind of terrified, honestly. So fuck you, Elon, and billionaires, once again, trying to ruin things. Ugh. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Okay, well, I do want to talk about a couple of happy things here and not just like completely be like downer, downer, downer. So um, I talked about last week how I was finding joy again in writing uh, fanfic and stuff and how I had rediscovered my love for that. And I have actually started writing. I've I've written like two chapters. They're well, I've one of them is almost completely uh, written as far as like the first draft of it. And I I wrote um, some smut. I haven't written smut in like uh, like f- four years. So I was like, I am very rusty at writing this. But hey, uh, but it was it's it's been amazing. It's been consuming me, like in a good way, like. I think about, oh, I should write this. I'm getting other ideas. It's like that writer in me that I had pretty much neglected and had kind of let lay dormant and sleep is reemerging from that slumber. And it's just, oh, it's been so much fun to rediscover that side of me. And, And to know that it's not gone. Like I really thought, okay, that's gone. And my only creative outlet will be this podcast, which don't get me wrong. It's a great creative outlet, but there's so many other creative outlets that I've kind of let go because I, I have this tendency to not, um, allow myself to dream (laughs) and to not allow myself to try and pursue any dream that I have. Like, I don't think I deserve it kind of crap. And so to be gifting myself time and moments in a day and minutes in a day, an hour in a day to dream (laughs) and to write and to um, have ideas and to feel that creative energy in myself, it's just it's been such a gift. It's such a hard time right now. It is such a hard time right now. I think it is such a painful time to be a human being. And I think all of us are hanging on by this little tiny thread that could break at any moment. So if you can find any way to bring joy into your life, as long as it's not hurting people, please grasp onto that and hold on to it and embrace it and know that you deserve it because it's a short life and this world is fucked up <laughs> and it just keeps getting scarier and scarier every day and the only way to make it through is to find that stuff find that joy find that beauty find those things that can give you hope in an otherwise shattered world. I don't know. And so I'm just going to leave you with that. This has been my therapy episode for all of you, I guess, my own personal (laughs) therapy episode. But I just want to leave you with that, that um, as long as it's not hurting anyone, and as long as it's not hurting you too, I want to add that. You you are important. Uh, Go and find those things that are going to help to bring you that joy that you deserve, to help to 
ensure that that tiny little thread that we're all hanging on by doesn't break. Because we deserve that. We deserve that. So, you know, and it's okay to dream. And you're never too old to dream. That's the other thing is there is not an expiration date on dreams. There just isn't. So thank you. She said, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. But <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, remember, if you want some joy to help you get through the hard days and something you're looking to laugh at, go follow Fergie on TikTok at Schroeder and Fergs. That's S-C-H-R-O-E-D-E-R-A-N-D-F-E-R-G-S. It's long, but it is worth it. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod on Twitter for now at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one on Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod on threads. We're there. I, I, I made like three posts, I think total, but we're there at it's a fandom thing pod on TikTok at it's a fandom thing pod. We are in discord. We do have a discord channel. You can go there. You can, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Excuse me. You can go there. You can chat. All that kind of stuff. The link's in our um, show notes. If you have any feedback, show notes, if you'd like to be a potential interview guest on the show, please feel free to reach out to us via our website. It's a fandomthingpod.com. Click the contact us button there. That'll shoot me an email and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And on Friday's episode, it's just going to be me again. And I'm going to be answering some burning questions you have for me about music. And these questions, I decided, and I'm going to regret this when I'm recording this, I know, but I decided, okay, I'm going to try and do this where I'm just going to randomly, like I'm going to do a number selector. There's 19 questions, so it's not like it's like hundreds of them. And I'm going to randomly select them. That's the kind of order I'll do. And I'm going to try and just answer them like that, like on the fly. I'm going to regret this. <laughs> I mean, some of them already have the answers rolling around in my head, but I'm going to regret this, I know, but I just thought it'd be funner this way more fun, whatever. So anyway, <laughs> so come listen to the fun on Friday. So until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.